Well, welcome back to another edition of the Boilers Extra Podcast on jconline.com through SoundCloud as we uh, head home after Purdue's 20-point victory over Incarnate Word, 79-59. to um, You know, it was, I would sum up the game uh, as, as one that is probably typical before you go on break that while there were moments of, of sharp play and, um, you know, things coming together, there were also, you know, lulls of, of plays where, you know, you know a break is coming and, uh, you know, you're going to get away for four days. Uh, so it was kind of a, in my opinion, kind of a mixed bag game. Now they didn't, it, and it really had nothing to do with the margin of victory. Uh, it was just more of a, just how it kind of uh, uh, played out. You know, Purdue saw zone. They haven't seen a lot of zone this year. And how they handled that, you know, I thought they had good looks. Uh, you know, not not obviously not all the shots go down. But, you know, I think you give credit to Incarnate Word a lot uh, in this game. I thought they played hard. They shot the ball well. They hit 12 three-pointers, which is something they... They normally don't do, um, so it was, you know, kind of a combination of Purdue maybe looking for the holiday break, uh, but knowing it had to take care of business, which it did, and then Incarnate Wood, Incarnate Wood playing uh, maybe a little bit above their uh, their their level uh, in this game and. You know those 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 things happen. <laughs> you know it's an opportunity for them to 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 play the you know, one of the top five teams in the country, and you know they played Baylor and Texas Tech, and so you know. But I thought Incarnate Word played really hard, uh, gave gave some Purdue some problems, especially on the shooting side of it. Uh, but in the end, Purdue just had too much. You know, especially inside with uh, Zach Eady and Travion Williams. Which is normally the case against you know non-conference opponents that you know Purdue just could go in there when they wanted and and, and of course uh, Incarnate Word had no answer for for Jaden Ivy and you know Jaden Ivy did what Jaden Ivy does and uh, you know it all added up to you know a, a satisfying victory uh, for Purdue but. You know, it's more now the focus is they get their break. What? How does this team come back from its break? Um, they they seem to be a focused and determined group. That when they come back, it's you know it's it's about business. It's about kind of picking up where they've left off. They'll get uh, one more, <coughs> excuse me, non-conference game before Big Ten play resumes uh, to iron out whatever they need to iron out. Um, and then you know you're back. And then they're back into it. And then the games are, are are real at that point. But I also think coming back out of break and how they play against Nichols coming up on December December 29th will will kind of show a lot about this team and where its heads at coming out of break. And um, you know are they are they focused in on what they need to do on that game and how important it is to to come back from break and get some momentum and get some confidence and uh, as you head into the, the rest of uh, Big Ten play because 
you know, after after the 29th, it's all Big Ten games, and and as we as we've seen with Rutgers, and as you've seen with Iowa, um, you're going to have to be ready, and you're going to have to be ready for the entire stretch. I mean, you can't you can't take your foot off the gas one bit uh, in the Big Ten. You know, Purdue did against Iowa and found itself in a two point game. Um, you know, Purdue had had its chances at Rutgers to, to close that game out, but didn't do it. And now they're going to be faced with similar situations a time and time again uh, when they when they get in the Big Ten play. And it's you know now this team needs to take a step up in its in its focus and in its show its maturity in, in handling uh, handling those situations because they're going to see them. Uh, a lot more than they won't uh, in the Big Ten, regardless of who they're playing, uh, because that's that's just the way the conference is. But in saying that, I I, I still believe Purdue is the team to beat uh, in the Big Ten right now. Uh, when you look at uh, a lot of the non-conference games that have gone on and who's done well and who hasn't, you know Michigan obviously can put it together at any time uh, if they get their guard play, uh, you know, improving. Uh, and there's other teams that maybe have struggled a little bit uh, by their record or, you know, maybe the schedule that they've played that are more than capable of uh, putting together a string of wins and and making making the conference uh, even more difficult than it already is. Uh, but there'll be there'll be time to break down what's going to happen in the league uh, once uh, Purdue gets done with its non-conference season. But you know, I just think the right the right focus and the right approach coming back from break, I think, is going to determine kind of where where Purdue's at, uh, what they need to do uh, to, to get better, um, and you know, and the concerns as far as improvement goes, it, it's always going to center around defense, uh, just because Purdue has not played uh, at the level that that I think most people thought that it would play at. But, you know, the Butler game was, I think, a, a good indication of what this team is capable of doing defensively. Now, you know, as, as we've said about Butler, that, you know, they were offensively challenged. Uh, you know, they're not the greatest offensive team. You know, and tonight, you know, they were playing, you know, Purdue was playing Incarnate Word. Once again, not a great offensive team, but did shoot the ball well from three. And, you know, that's going to be the neutralizer. You're going to run into some hot shooting teams, especially from three-point range in the Big Ten. And you've got to be able to to, to answer. You got to be able to counter. You got to be able to you know step up and and make some stops. So that that's going to be the number one concern as uh, as Purdue gets ready to get back in the Big Ten plays. How will this team be uh, defensively? You know, offensively, I think that they they've been fine all year. They they didn't shoot 50 percent tonight, even though they were on track to shoot 50 percent. Things kind of tailed off uh, at the end. Uh, but they still hit 11 three-pointers. Uh, they were still deadly from three-point range. You know, I think Zach and Travion combined for 25 points and 17 or 18 rebounds. Uh, I thought Mason Gillis had a had a good night coming off the bench again. And you know, that's um, he, he could easily start get back into the starting lineup. But I, I think he's more valuable coming off the bench uh, with his role, the way that he plays. How hard he plays, uh, how relentless he is on the boards, uh, just his intensity and his physicality uh, kind of give you something that you don't have uh, in the starting lineup 
uh, at this juncture, and it's I think it's good to have that coming off the bench, kind of a spark type of player that does it. It's not all around points. You know, he does when he's not scoring, he does other things, uh, and he's kind of a, a model from that perspective for for players to look at. You know, when he's when Mason doesn't score, you know, he still rebounds, he still plays defense. Uh, he, he is very physical uh, inside, and you know, got him into a little trouble tonight with uh, uh, one of those uh, dead ball, non-contact, dead ball contact uh, um, technicals. Uh, not exactly sure how the referees arrived at, at that, but they did. But uh, he just—he he, kind of, you know, he, you know, you're going to get something from him every night. And the more points you get, I think the better off it is because there's a lot of bonus there. But his basic contributions are physicality off the bench and rebounding and playing defense. And, you know, I think he brings that, that kind of attitude, and I thought he did it tonight. Uh, he's been pretty steady in that regard over the last three or four games. Um, and Purdue um, is a better team with him on the floor. Uh, but... You know, I think Caleb first is also going to factor into, you know, what happens at that position. Uh, still a freshman, still learning, but I think he's, you know, maybe starting to turn some things around a little bit. You know, and now that these guys are out of school, they don't have to worry about schoolwork and all that kind of stuff. Maybe the, the sole focus on basketball pushes a few guys uh, forward. But, you know, good contributions from everyone, you know, that played tonight. Uh, Brandon Newman got a couple shots to go down, uh, and that's something that 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 needs to happen. You know, I, you know, Newman is is in a, you know, is in a um, weird spot uh, because you know tonight I thought he passed up a couple of shots that he normally takes, but you can tell that, you know, Painter's telling him to do some different things uh, and don't take bad shots, so. You know, the thinking part of it, I think, is interfering with his ability to play right now, and that's just something that he has to work through. You know, I still think that he um, can be a valuable piece to this team, and I still think that he there, there's going to be a game coming up um, sometime in the Big Ten season where he's going to come off the bench and he's going to start hitting threes, and and that's going to probably be a difference be the difference between winning and losing a game um, he has that kind of talent he has that kind of skill um, yes you needed to be more consistent but you know I still think he's a valuable piece to this thing if he can get himself straightened out and, and knowing what's a good shot knowing what's not a good shot um, you know I think he can really help this team uh, as they get through the big Ten. Uh, but it was good for him, I think, to hit a couple shots tonight just to kind of get things, get his mind right, get get his situation straightened out. And, you know, he goes into break feeling, should feel pretty good about kind of where he's at. But, um, you know, it was an expected win. Uh, and, you know, it was relatively easy, even though, you know, it was not as lopsided as the Omaha game. I mean, the Omaha game really was lopsided, and I tell you right now, uh, incarnate work. I mean, they're two and nine, but uh, two and ten now. But <laughs> they would, they would beat Omaha. Uh, they're they're a much better team than Omaha. Oh God, what's that? Oh, a bunch of trash. 
Um, just sitting on the side of the road, a bunch of trash. Uh, but, you know, they would beat Omaha. I mean, Purdue beat them pretty pretty badly here. Uh, so there's some hope for Carson Cunningham's team. Um, you know, once they get in the conference play a little bit, maybe maybe they'll get some wins there. Uh, they didn't have their full roster tonight. I think they end up playing eight guys. Uh, but good experience for him to come back and Mackey. Good, good experience for Carson uh, Cunningham to, to get the, the, the round of applause that he got. Uh, so people still, excuse me, people still, still remember and appreciate what he did here uh, for the program. Uh, but you know, Purdue's off as as we said till the 29th uh, when they play Nichols. And, uh, you know, and they'll be back to start practice on uh, December the 26th. And then they'll practice the uh, 26th, 27th, and 28th um, before they play the final non-conference game. And then, then it's into the Big Ten on January 3rd against uh, uh, Wisconsin. You know, football, uh, they're going to practice a few more days uh, here in West Lafayette before... Uh, going home for Christmas, and then uh, they'll be back uh, either Christmas day, night, and then uh, I think they'll have a short practice on Sunday, the 26th, before they uh, excuse me fly down to to Nashville to get you know get their preparation started uh, down there, and then they'll be uh, obviously in Nashville on the 27th, 28th, and 29th, and then the game is. Uh, on the 30th uh, uh, against uh, uh, Tennessee. So, you know, lots going on. Uh, you know, just to kind of update on Purdue women's basketball, they, uh, you know, they're going to, they are uh, nine or eight, eight and four, uh, which is one more win than they had all of last year. Although last year's a little bit different because of COVID and he didn't play a full schedule, but still, I think that's an important milestone or, uh, you know, a, a mark in their season, uh, especially for the players that uh, had to go through that last year, that they've, they've surpassed, you know, what they did from a win standpoint a year ago. And I think that's, that's a positive for them. Obviously, Katie Geralds has done a, uh, a good job uh, kind of getting this team pointed in the right direction. And her system style and the way that she wants to play, uh, they are they are uh, more enjoyable to watch than they have been. Uh, they have shooters that shoot, um, and there's never a bad shot. And it's all within the offense. So, uh, you know, I think Katie's done a good job so far. But you know, they're going to get back in the Big Ten play uh, after the first year, just like the men. And there's going to be. Um, you know, there's going to be some challenges there. The Big Ten's pretty good, and you know Purdue has has taken care of business for the most part uh, against weaker teams. But um, they're going to get they're going to get challenged in the Big Ten, and we'll just see how they hold up and and kind of go go from there. So that's that's your update on, on the things that I kind of cover. <laughs> so whether you wanted that or not, I gave it to you. Uh, but anyway, uh, Purdue basketball big win tonight, or just a win tonight. I guess all of them were big, but uh, they win by 20. They're off for they're off for several days, and then back at it, uh, and then you know into the Big Ten play. I mean, I, I just I really think Purdue is still the front runner for the Big Ten, but 
there's going to be several challenges out there that they, they, they they're going to face, and uh, they they are far from a a perfect well oiled machine, but they they do have enough parts I think to win this league, um, and I and I think they have enough parts to win this league um, without it going down to the final week of the season. Um, doesn't mean they're going to go win by five games or anything like that. My point is that I think they have enough there, and the Big Ten, uh, while it, it's a deep league and a good league, and a, you know at times a great league, um, I don't think it's as top heavy as it, as it has been. I think Purdue's, Purdue obviously is there. You know I think Ohio State's had a good non-conference year. Um, Minnesota has, but Minnesota's about you know they don't have any depth, uh, and you know I think that part's probably going to start start crashing down a little bit once they get a little bit deeper in the in the Big Ten season. But uh, it should be a fun league race. Can't wait for it to start. Um, and once again, appreciate you stopping by um, to give the podcast a listen. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, you know how to reach out. Uh, if we don't do one of these before um, the weekend, uh, have yourself a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, uh, enjoy the holiday season. Uh, appreciate your support uh, in listening to the podcast. Um, much appreciated uh, from my end. Um, and the feedback I get is uh, very noteworthy. Um, and uh, just kind of just appreciate your support uh, in the whole deal, even though we don't have a sponsor. And uh, we're going to continue to push forward and hopefully one day uh, get one that uh, that we can partner with and and move on from there. But anyway, happy holidays to everyone. Uh, have a good holiday season with your family, and then uh, uh, we'll be we'll get back at it uh, uh, probably next week as uh, we start to preview the bowl game and get ready for uh, the matchup against Tennessee. Again, have a good day. Thanks for stopping by.